Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. Today we're going to continue with Luke chapter 14. I have my helper with me today, my, my lovely daughter. Um, in the last podcast, we were talking about how uh, Jesus had been invited over to a house of a Pharisee. And when Jesus gets together with the religious leaders, it's always uh, some, uh, a, a, not really a firestorm, but it's usually some trouble brewing because they're, they're as Luke says, they're, they're just, they're watching his every move. They're just waiting to pounce. They're waiting for him to mess up so they can say, See, we told you you're not from God. And it never happens. And, and Jesus caught them by surprise and, and, and beat them to the punch when he's, he asked them, he says, Is it lawful uh, to, to heal people on the Sabbath day? And they just kept their mouth shut. And Jesus says, Hey, watch this. And so he, he heals that person who who had showed, uh, showed up at this guy's house with the swollen arms and the swollen legs. And then he, he's sitting back and he's watching these religious leaders come into this guy's home and they're trying to sit at the head of the table because they want, to, they, they want people to, to think that they're somebody. They, they want people to see that they have a, a, a high place uh, in, with honor. And, uh, and then somebody comes in that's got a higher place of honor uh, in their society than they do, so they have to get up and move on down the table toward the foot of the table uh, to give up their seat for this other guy. And Jesus says, hey, if you would just practice humility like you should be doing to begin with, then you wouldn't be embarrassed like, like you are. And, and, and so it, we shared some verses uh, from Philippians 2 that, that Paul says that we're to have this attitude that, that Jesus had. And, and, and he, talked, he, he mentioned the word twice, but he talked about how Jesus humbled himself. He, he left a place of perfection in heaven and he, he, he put flesh on. He come down to this earth and he lived as a man like we did. And at 30 years old, he starts his ministry. And for three to three and a half years before he's crucified on the cross, he does nothing but good. He does nothing but show compassion and love and mercy and grace. And, and, and Paul says he, he humbled himself. And, and then God, the Father, elevated him to a, a, a place of... of, of um, of authority because he's sitting at the right hand of the father and we know that from acts chapter 2 when peter preaches to on the day of pentecost to the jews and he tells the people uh that that, that god has raised jesus up the one that they had crucified and he says he had placed him at the, the father's right hand into a place of authority and so going back into luke chapter 14 we see that, uh that even though Jesus has told them that they need to be practicing humility, and he's talking to the whole crowd, he, he's going to now he's going to turn to uh, the host of the dinner. He he, he doesn't stop with the, with the whole group. He's he's going to pinpoint uh, this this one dude out. He he he's he's going to take the full advantage of this opportunity, and he turns to the host, and he, he this guy that is throwing this dinner party who has invited Jesus. So they can get to maybe get to know him, but that's not really what they want to do. They want they want to trip him up. I gotta turn this off right here. They wanna they wanna trip him up, and so he he turns to the host and and he says, 
when you put on a luncheon or a banquet, he says, don't invite your friends, your brothers, your relatives, and your rich neighbors. For, for They'll invite you back, and, and, and that'll be your only reward. Instead, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Then at the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you and and this is like jesus i mean he might as well just he might as well just backhanded this guy in the face in front of his friends because that's basically uh what he he just did he he just bruised this guy's ego in in a major way because he's talking he's at the house of this pharisee uh he's in in the midst of a bunch of pharisees and religious leaders and when 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 you go through the book of Luke and when you read the other gospels, you 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 see how the attitude of these religious leaders are. And I said they're they're not uh, the example of God that they should be. They should be pointing people to God. But Jesus t- tells them, He says, "You're you're not doing that. You're you're pulling people away from God instead of pointing people to to God." And He He says, uh, "You should be." Uh, inviting or you should associate yourselves with poor people, crippled people, lame people, people who can't repay you for what you're doing. And they would they, they would never ever do anything like this for uh, for somebody like that. They, they would not associate with, with those kinds of people because the poor people, the blind people, crippled people, the lame people, they're, if you think about it, they're, they're people who have no hope outside of Jesus. Uh, and they're stuck in their situation. They, 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 they can't do anything about it. You know, they, don't, they don't have the medicines that we have today. They don't have the technology we have today. They, they didn't have uh, uh, just the knowledge and all these great things that we have today. So they're just stuck in their situation and they can't help themselves. They can't do anything about it. It's like, you know, kind of like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. And it wasn't, it, it, the Bible says that she spent all the money she had, uh, that she went to all the doctors that she could. She had done everything that she could until she came to Jesus and she touched Jesus's garment, you know, that story. And, 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 and she was instantly healed and, 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 Jesus stops to have a conversation with her. But these people that Jesus is describing here to these Pharisees and telling them who they should be inviting to their parties and associating themselves with, it's people who have no hope. They're just stuck in the situation that they're in. And so uh, Jesus tells the host of the dinner party this righteous pharisee luke says he says then at the resurrection of the righteous god will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you righteous the word righteous a simple meaning for that is right doings and so jesus is telling this pharisee who thinks that he's he's you know right in god's sight that if you want to be righteous if you want to get rewarded by God after the resurrection, then you better change your focus because you're only hanging out with people who like you. You're hanging out with rich and powerful people who have uh, the money and the riches to pay you back. And if you want to do what is right in God's eyes, then go hang out with those who do not 
uh, don't have the means to repay you, the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, those people who are stuck in their situations that they, they, they can't do anything to help you out. You, you're only doing this because you, know, you can be repaid. You can be invited by one of these other rich, powerful, uh, prestigious people. But those people who really need the example of God, you don't have anything to do with. And uh, that, that's what I like about uh, on, on my route, uh, on my, my little Debbie route. I'm in the one of the poorest parts of East Knoxville, and, and uh, there's a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, uh, a, 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 a lot of everything that's bad under the sun, and it, it, it's a lot of poverty, and it's people who who really they're just poor. They can't really help themselves. And they're, I mean, I'm constantly getting asked uh, for money. I'm constantly asked for, for, for uh, people to, you know, they ask me sometimes if I have any cakes or any food that I can help them with. And, just, you know, help me buy this, help me buy It's all kinds of stuff. And, 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 and I enjoy being able to help people. You know, that's one of the things that we do as a, a family is is you know we're not rich by any means as far as you know the world thinks of being rich but but our bills are paid and we have things and 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 we're able to help people and and we i don't know we've given away all kinds of stuff to, to be you you know you you have friends that you've given stuff to you've had friends who rob you literally steal stuff and 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 i'm saying hey we need to take care of the situation You're like ah, it's a shirt you know they they, they they need it worse than I do. Just you know and, and things like that. But but Jesus's point to to this Pharisee, this host of this party, he says, not only do you need to practice humility, but you you need to be the example to God to people who can't can't repay you. And and um, so a question that I, that I want to ask is, uh, do we help those? who can't do anything in return for us or do we just let them suffer because if you think about people in in, in our day and time uh there's a, a i think it was paula abdul of course you're too way too young for this you may have heard the song before i don't know maybe on tiktok dance or something i don't know but there, there was a, a a song that came out what have you done for me lately dun, 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 dun. What have you done <laughs> lately? Okay, I guess you never heard it. <laughs> but but uh, that that's a question. You know, when 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 people ask, you know, for help, that's the attitude that that a lot of people have today. Is what have you done for me? What have you done for me lately? Why should I help you? Because you ain't done anything for me, so I'm not going to help you. And and, and we, we we see that a lot in, in our, our our world today. Or or we have uh, this kind of attitude. We'll say, you know, we don't really. I mean, we may say it out loud. We may be that bold. I don't know, but we have this kind of attitude. And remember what Paul said: have this attitude that Jesus has, and he humbled himself, and and, and he showed compassion, he showed mercy, he's done all this stuff. But we have this attitude when when somebody asks for for help, we we say something like this: if I do this for you, then what are you going to do for me? If I do this for you, then I, what need are you going to meet of mine? And and, and like I mentioned uh, 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 earlier, that uh, Jesus, we see this all through Luke, 
the book of Luke and the other gospels that Jesus has these crowds they're gathering all around him they're, they're numbering in the hundreds they're numbering in the thousands he, he fed the 5,000 which was actually more than probably 10,000 because you get, that was just the number of men and you had to count the wives and, and, and the women and, and the children so the, the number was more than 5,000 there's a lot of people but uh, these crowds gathered everywhere Jesus went and, and and they're always constantly coming to him and asking uh, for something. They're, they 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 have needs. Uh, you know, I've got a demon. I, I've got a withered hand. I, I'm I'm a leper. You know. You know. I'm blind. I. You know. All these different needs are constantly coming to Jesus and asking Jesus for something. And you know what Jesus did? He healed every single one of them. Every single one of them that came to him. For healing he healed them every one of them that came to him to cast out a demon he cast out the demon anything they needed jesus did it and he was asking the father to be glorified in those situations and not one time not one time did jesus say hey if you, if i do this for you what are you gonna do for me if i take these two fish and these five loaves of bread and I feed this hungry, hungry crowd. Surely, out of this five thousand, out of this ten thousand, however many thousands there are, you know, surely somebody can meet my need. I need a break. I mean, that would have been easy for Jesus to say, right? I, I need, I need a break, man. You, you people are everywhere I go. How about just leave me alone for a little while? How about that? Won't you do that for me? Just leave me alone. You people are constantly coming to me and asking me to meet your needs. I'm tired. I want to rest. Not one time did Jesus ever do that. Now, when the crowds left, he would go alone to pray. And he would tell his disciples, I'll be back. You know, and he'd, <laughs> he'd go off by himself and spend some time with the Father. And he, you know, he would take a break and he he would rest. But not one time that we know of in Scripture did Jesus say or have the attitude, What have you done for me lately? Not one time did Jesus say, What are you going to do for me? Not one time. He says, let me show you what I'm going to do for you. And then he died on the cross for our sins, right? So he, he, he is the ultimate, ultimate example of humility. And, and, and when he's telling this, this, get, uh, this uh, uh, guy who has invited him over to his house, this Pharisee, he's saying, you are to be the example of God. And, and here is what God is all about. I'm trying to show you. And, and here's what God would do. God would... He he wouldn't be inviting people over that that can repay him. He 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 helps people who have needs that that that, that they can't do anything to repay. I mean, think about it. What what, what are we going to give God? And God is God. God the the Old Testament talks about how God owns the cattle of thousands. God created everything. God started this. He he's in Genesis one. He spoke things into existence. That's how powerful God is. He created us from dirt. And then he, he formed out this body of a man and he breathed it in, into the, the, the dirt, the nose part of the dirt, and life comes into this man and, it's in, in, and the human body is made. And, and you think about how powerful God is and what God has done for us. He sent his only son to die on the cross for our sins. He raised him from the dead in three days. In 40 days, he ascended back to the Father and sits in heaven. 
at the Father's right hand. He sends down the Holy Spirit. So God's living inside of us through the power of the Holy Spirit. If we give our lives to Jesus, what are we going to give God? <laughs> there's, there's nothing we can, I mean, it, God, what God's going to say, I've, I've done everything for you. And, and, and what what's so sad is that people today, they still, they don't accept the grace of God. They don't accept what Jesus has done for them. And, and it's just like when Jesus was here, he he done everything for people. And not one time did he say, what are you going to do for me? Now, he has saved us. And he's not saying, what are you going to do for me? But he does want us to do things for him. Because James talks about our faith being dead if we, you know, if we don't work. And we don't work to be saved, but we, we do works because we want others to be saved. We want to spread this message. We were to produce fruit, right? And so we tell people about Jesus. And that's and that's what Jesus is telling this, this Pharisee here. He's saying, what what good is it? You, you got this room full of people that are just like you. They're, they're you 2.0. But there's people outside your house that that need God. And you don't have anything to do with those people. You won't even talk to them. You shun them. And, and, and um, uh, when we get over into Luke 18, uh, I believe it's in chapter 18, there, there's, Jesus gives an example of a, of a, a, a sinner and a Pharisee who was in the temple. And the, the sinner would, wouldn't even look up to God. He just beat his chest. And, and he says, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And the, and the Pharisee's over praying, his hands raised, his eyes towards heaven, and he's praying, I'm glad I'm not like this guy over here. Look, and he can't even look up. To, he's beating on his chest. He, you know, this guy over here is a sinner. But that, that is the attitude that, that they had um, on, on uh, the, these Pharisees had uh, about uh, people. They, they rejected the very people that they, they should have been helping. They didn't practice humility. They, 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 they just refused to have anything to do with them. Uh, you know, that's the attitude they had. I'm glad I'm not like this person. I'm glad I'm, I'm high on the chain, on the ladder of success. I'm glad I'm not the low man on the totem pole. Because uh, it, uh, one of the things that we've, we've read when we uh, studied the book of John was uh, uh, that in Luke 9, they thought that... Uh, that if a person like the guy that was born blind, the Jesus' disciples asked him, was this guy born blind because of the sin that he did or the sins that his parents committed? And Jesus says, this guy wasn't born blind because of any of that. And so they, 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 they had this idea that since they're high and mighty and, and, and they, they're, they're a Pharisee and they're a learned people, uh, when, 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 uh, Jesus has sent it back to the uh, Father and sent down the Holy Spirit and the church began uh, and Peter and John go, uh, go in the temple uh, to, to, to worship and uh, I just totally forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> oh yeah, they said that they, uh, when, when, when they were full of boldness because they were brought in for questioning and, and they were threatened with uh, being persecuted by the religious leaders of all people and and the uh, I think it's in Acts four. It says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Well, what changed in Peter? Because Peter before uh, when Jesus was on the cross, Peter, if you remember, what he denied Jesus how many times? Three. 
three times. He he denied him. I don't know the man. I'm telling you, I don't know the man. The third time, he's cussing about it. He was so angry. I'm telling you, I don't. Boo, 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 boo. I don't know the man. <laughs> and and, and uh, so, where's his boldness? And then when Jesus died and he's been buried and he's laying in the tomb for three days, the disciples are in this room with a, the door locked because they're full of fear. So where's the boldness? What changed? The Holy Spirit, right? And so they, they, they saw the boldness of Peter and John. And there's... There is the if, if we would live by the power of the Holy Spirit, not in, not in our own might, but in the power of God's might, and do the things that that God wants us to do, not being the example of these religious leaders, not being the example of these Pharisees, but really being the opposite. It's like Jesus told the disciples, "You you 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 do what they teach, but don't do what they do, because they're they're not the example of God." Matter of fact, Jesus says, "You know, follow me." And, and over, I believe it's in Ephesians, where Paul, he says, be imitators of me. So, you know, what if, what if we said to people, hey, follow me? Where we're gonna, where they, if, they're gonna follow, if they do follow us, where are we going to lead them? God. I hope so, right? We, we, we want to be leading them to God. Um, and so that's a question that, that we have to answer. Where am I leading people? Where, where, where are people uh, going... If they're following me, am I leading them to God or am I leading them away from God? Am I being the example of Jesus or am I not being the example of, of Jesus? I didn't even start that, so that, that timer's not helping me at all. Is <laughs> so, in the first part of Luke, Jesus is showing the, the example of Humility, and he's trying to get these religious leaders to think about where their focus is and get the and, and how they should be the examples of God and showing the examples be the examples of humility. And and in this lesson here, Jesus is talking to the host and he's saying, "Hey, don't help these people." who are just going to return the favor and invite you over to their house and feed you and you're just hanging out with all these rich folk, go to people who can't repay you. Go to people who can't do anything for you. And then God will reward you. Because if you just hang out with people that are like you, and then, you know, if we let me put it this way. If we just go to church every Sunday and we just sit in the church building with like-minded people, people who already follow God, People already who worship God. People who sing praises to God. People who who just they're just like us. What what good is that doing? Nothing. Well, it, it, we we encourage each other. But it's not encouraging unbelievers. No, it's not encouraging. And that's the whole point. That is our whole purpose is to spread the message to produce fruit. We talked about that a few months ago. And 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 if we're just hanging out in the church building. If we're just hanging out with people who are already saved, what I mean, what good is that doing? But go out into the world and tell people about Jesus. Tell, in other words, the the people who are blind and maimed and all these things that Jesus mentioned earlier. They, they outside of Jesus, they have no hope, and that's the way lost people are. They don't have any hope. 
Jesus is our hope. There's a song that talks about hope has a name, and, and his name is Jesus. And, and, and we have to be, it, it, we have to be out there with them. We have to go among them. And that's why he's trying to tell these Pharisees and these religious people, you, you, you got to go get your hands dirty. And, and far too often, we're, we're not willing to go and get our hands dirty. It's just easier to hang out with people like us. It's just easier to go sit in the church building Sunday after Sunday and, and, you know, and sing our rock songs to Jesus and jump up and down and have a good time and get the good feels when we, you know, in the Holy, what we call them the Holy Ghost bumps or whatever, the goose bumps. It's just easier to do that than to, to go in a drug infested area to, to, to go where the alcoholics are, to, to go where these prostitutes are. It, 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 it you know, it, it, that's, it's out of our comfort zone, but that's where a real church is. Then that, and that's what Jesus is modeling to us. He, he, he's going in, into these villages. He's going to the people who need him. He's going to the poor. He's going to the crippled. He's going to the blind. He's going to the lame. These people who are without hope. And we have to do the same thing. And that's, the, that's what he's trying to get these Pharisees and these religious people to understand and that's what he's trying to get us to understand today to, to, to get out of our church buildings amongst the people that we're comfortable with and get out of our comfort zones and go out there and get our hands dirty and tell people about him giving them the opportunity that we have to have the same hope that we have and that's to be saved to have our sins forgiven and if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you need to contact us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com and I will help you get in contact with somebody in your area that will tell you how to be saved, that, that, that will tell you all about Jesus, that will answer any questions that you have. If you have any questions that I can answer or I can help you with, email them to us. And that email, once again, is thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I pray today that that you do that that uh, that you would give your life to Jesus and that that you would uh, see the need for salvation because without the blood of Jesus Christ washing your sins away you're lost and you you are without hope and hope is all it's not found in money because money runs out it's not found in alcohol because the bottles run empty and that that high from the drugs it goes away and it causes a lot of headaches and a lot of uh, uh, pain in your body, but those highs they go away. Uh, it sex, it, it all, it all of that just it leads to nothing. Hope is only found in one place, and that is in Jesus Christ. And if you do know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please, please, please don't just hang out with like-minded people. Don't just hang out with your brothers and sisters in Christ on Sunday and on Wednesday nights or in your small groups. That, that's all fine and that's all good because it's encouraging. But take Jesus to uh, the poor, the crippled, the, the blind and the lame, people who can't repay you, people who need hope because that is exactly what Jesus did. He went to people who needed hope hope and people came to him too because that's what light does right light attracts and jesus said i am the light of the world in john chapter 8 verse 12 so people were naturally attracted to him like bugs to a to a light bulb and 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 if we're shining the light of christ you know what people are going to be attracted to us 
So a question that we're going to end with today is this. Are people attracted to us? Because if they're attracted to us, they're not attracted to us. They're attracted to Jesus, the light of the world that is shining through us, right? And so we have to be the examples of Jesus. And are we doing that? That's a question that, that you have to answer on your own. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. And we're going to finish up Luke chapter 14 and the next podcast. Keep grinding. Thank you for listening to the Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army. Thank you for listening to the Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding. Also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.